What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. Football is actually back for some teams, is almost back for the rest of the teams. And I'm joined on the other end of the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline by the man in charge of LCC's offense, Marshall Eichert. Marshall, how are you doing? How's your summer been? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, my summer's been good. A lot of football, a lot of uh, football camps, and a little bit of vacation. So you have been literally out of state, all over the country, traveling, seeing colleges, getting interest. You know, the, the, the profile on you is growing very rapidly. So what has all of this attention, what is the recruiting process, what has that whole experience been like for you the last couple months? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed a lot. It's just kind of going out at the camps and showing what you're made of and seeing what people think about you and how you stack up against the rest of the state and the nation. Now, a, a big part of summer football in, in the high school world the last couple of years has become seven-on-seven. Seven. We get a chance over the summer to talk to linemen who tell us, oh, we don't even care about that, we're not there, DBs. Why, like, everyone has sort of a different take on it. For you as a quarterback, what is your takeaway from seven-on-seven seven football? Seven-on-seven, seven, I think it's a great tool. It's really about getting reps and seeing how and learning how, how your pass plays will develop and how you can learn your matchups with your receivers and where they'll be on certain routes and timing and all that. Uh, it definitely doesn't translate to real football that much other than just seeing live reps and getting used to the speed. But uh, it's nothing like when you have a rush coming at you. So I think there's too much emphasis really put on it nowadays. And I think that's interesting, especially coming from a quarterback, because you might be the one position that everyone would just assume, oh, they like it the best, they take the most away from it. So you enjoy it, but you're also like, hey, let's let's wait a little bit till we get the pads on. Uh, just the last thing to kind of wrap up the summer, what has the vibe been like from the team going into this school year? It's been great. You know, we've been working hard all off season, trying to get better and better every day we can. And just knowing that we have to leave it all on the line. if We want a chance to really compete and get a championship. So all that competition, it seems like every year there is a, 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 a short list, if you will, of the teams that you look at their schedule and you just go, Oh, okay. Those are playing that, that team's playing the big boy schedule type type vibe for the year. You guys, open up the season with a huge matchup. And, and if you look kind of back through the last couple of years, you have played nonstop biggest opponents you can get here in San Diego out of the section. It, it seems like every single week LCC is squaring off with just the, the toughest, baddest opponents they can get their hands on. What does that do for you as a football player, always having to challenge yourself every single week? It's just fun. It's competition. You know, it's great playing against all these tough teams. Like we're open up, we're opening up against the defending champ, so that's always fun. And we played them last year, and I'm looking forward to playing them again. Then we get to play uh, San Clemente week three, who's always a good opponent. They're always in the top seven section team. So I didn't get to play that game last year because I was hurt, so I'm really looking forward to doing it this time. And then, of course, you got Avocado League. If you ask me, it's the best league in San Diego. You know, from top to bottom, every team's great. And it's really, it's really a tough to get through because it's such a great league. So it helps, it helps me build kind of 
just my abilities and know that I'm going up against a tough team and I got to play my hardest at all times. And there guiding you guys through all of it is Coach Sovacool. Tell us a little bit about what it's like to play for him. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's really high energy. He's really over the top, I, I would say. Um, he's, he's really for the kids, and he's helping us be better people and better players. And He's really he's kind of like another one of the key players. He's just really high energy guy, great coach, and uh, I love I love playing for him. You mentioned the high energy. He feels like just another one of you guys. That seems to be the, like literally the verbatim across the board answer we get from everyone that has spent even just a couple of hours around him. Is there any funny stories that you can tell us without getting in trouble uh, about your time with Coach? Um, I don't really have a direct stories, but I mean, he has he has some funny quotes. It's in the offices and stuff, or in meetings and all that. He's really just out of all, out of nowhere. He'll just start yelling and getting all excited and working everybody up. It's it's really fun to be around. I'm sure that that kind of energy definitely is is what helps get everybody through the long long hours. Because being a football player isn't really about the, the ten Friday nights during the season. It's about the hundreds of hours that you put in every single month during the off season. It, it's almost and probably especially for a quarterback, it's almost a, a year-round, lifelong obsession to have to be that kind of excellent. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, Off-season is all about working on mechanics and cleaning up what kind of broke down as the season went along. And it's just getting ready for the season coming through. Make sure that your your mechanics are as best as possible. You know, all your routes and your timing. And then it's all about throwing with your receivers and watching film and knowing what you're going to be up against as the season progresses. So, I mean, as the quarterback, you literally are in charge of everything on the offensive end of it. And this might be a, a, a loaded question or one that you can't really answer quickly, but what do you think is one or maybe some of the things that are most underrated about how hard it is to play your position? I'd say leadership. Um, it's not, it's not always easy to be the guy that everyone's looking at, but that's what the position's all about. You take all the blame. You have to be there for all your guys and make sure that everybody knows or knows what they're doing and rally the troops. So that's probably the hardest one. And then I would say uh, there's a lot of preparation that people don't really look at. You got to watch a lot of films so you can know what defenses are doing and how you can beat them. All right, so let's break away from football a little bit. We'll get to the upcoming season in, in a minute, but let's help people get to know you a little bit better as just, just an off-the-field person. I always start with this question because everyone has an answer, but no one has, like, the answer. But it's, where's the best Mexican food in San Diego? Yeah, there's a couple good spots in Encinitas. I like Coquilla. I get their breakfast burritos a lot. Um, El Pueblo is pretty good. So you seem like you're a bit of a connoisseur, and I appreciate that. Um, the breakfast burrito, you go with that no matter what time of day, though? Yeah, breakfast burrito is my favorite thing on a Mexican uh, menu. Very nice. They're very pretty nice. great. Uh, what is the most recent show that you have binged or are currently making your way through? Binged? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I've binged once in a while. Um, I'm keeping up with Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and all that. I don't really think I've binged one lately. Okay. I watched Stranger Things when it came out. Well, that counts. That counts. But also, uh, where are you on uh, Game of Thrones? Is this a, you're still making oh, your I've, way through I've it? Watched, I've watched all of it. I've watched all of it. I've read a couple of the books. 
All right, well, then you seem well enough informed to, to give us a take on, on whether or not you liked how the series ended or, or how you maybe would have tweaked something with the end of the series. Um, the way that Night King died was kind of lame. It was all right. It was super it was underwhelming, good. right? Yeah, it didn't really live up to expectations. The battle episodes were good, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really satisfying. Like they gave us nothing that what like what was Brand doing that whole time? And just like, all right, I'll see you guys later. And then the Night King just takes a fat L, and yeah. you don't get any story or lines or anything. So you would have tweaked that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, they hyped him up all the whole show. He's supposed to be this really OP guy, and they didn't really do anything with him. Yeah, it was a little bit ridiculous. Um, you have, uh, you list on your uh, Twitter bio uh, a somewhat overly impressive 4.3 GPA. So what is your favorite or one of your favorite subjects in school? I like math and I got computer science. Have you thought at all about what you might want to make? Are we talking to a future computer science major in college or have you not given that any thought yet? Probably computer science, maybe engineering. Oh, okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, have you heard of and or played the sport spike ball? I played a little bit. Um, I don't go to the beach a lot, so I'm not really involved in the spike ball crowd. But you're you're at least aware of it. Um, it it's yeah, something yeah. that has kind of caught me off guard uh, to just how like widespread and popular it is uh, in San Diego. So if you had to, do you think you could help me put together like a varsity spike ball roster for La Costa Canyon? Yeah, um, I hear that Ozzy Nicholas is pretty good. Um, I haven't played with him before, but I've heard that he pairs it up. So I'd go with him. Uh, Chad Nushi's supposed to be pretty good. Garrett Woodard. And then, uh, obviously, Trevor Gonzalez, because he's my guy. Got to play with him. I like that. Uh, Trevor, we had him on the show a little bit a while ago, and, and he definitely put himself on that roster. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll gladly have you guys as a combo there. Um, what's one video game that you dominate at? Uh, my favorite video game is probably Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, okay, very nice, very nice. Uh, it's nice to hear someone that's not Fortnite or uh, NBA 2K. It, it, oh, yeah. You're glad to break <laughs> away from that for a little bit. So this upcoming season, like you mentioned, you guys got Cathedral Catholic, the defending champs, uh, to start off the year. We'll go ahead and we'll just read off the, the schedule for everybody. And if you guys want schedule, everyone listening right now, if you want schedule talk, this isn't your spot for it. Jump over to our league preview podcast. But you guys have uh, at Cathedral Catholic, home versus Vista, home versus San Clemente, at El Camino, at Oceanside, home versus San Marcos, at Valley Center, home versus Mission Hills and Carlsbad, then at Torrey Pines. And one more of the home games are Vista, San Clemente, San Marcos, Mission Hills, and Carlsbad. If you had to tell people out there listening, hey, you know, they've never come to an LCC game on a Friday night, which one of those home games would you encourage people to come out and check out this year? Probably Carlsbad. Uh, they're kind of our rivals. Between them and Tory, those are our two rivals. So Carlsbad games will get pretty, uh, they'll get pretty, a lot of excitement. Um, and they have a great student section too, so I'm sure they'll have a pretty big crowd out and the stadium will probably be pretty packed. You mentioned the 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 crowds, and that's kind of insane that you guys have your two main rivalry games to close out the season, so probably going to be a ton of hype. That Carlsbad game will be uh, October 25th. You mentioned the crowds, though. What's it like on a Friday night 
down on that field because everything that I've seen up in the stands, you guys have one of the more lively, coordinated, passionate, into it fan bases. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's really cool. We get really good turnouts at all our games. There's a lot of students there, and then there's also a lot of not just parents, but also like uh, people from the community that have supported LCC throughout this uh, history. So it's really cool to know that you're playing in front of all these people, a wide variety of people. It's not just the students. It's everyone from all around coming to watch you play. Do you remember your first Friday night under those lights? Do you have one of those like real like, wow, this is this is so cool type memories that sticks out or something early on in your high school football experiences? Um, in my high school football, I don't know. I wouldn't say there's one that really stands out. But I know I've been – I waterboyed when I was a little kid. I waterboyed and ballboyed on the sideline for LCC since I was like 10 probably. So I've been in front of that – that uh, that crowd for a long time, and it's just really cool to see how it's always packed, no matter what. So this has been a lifelong passion for you, then getting to this point. Oh yeah, definitely. I've always I've been LCC all the way through, and I'm going to be it until I graduate. And then I'm sure that you will be it well afterwards uh, as an alumni coming back to uh, to inspire the kids when you wind up deciding wherever it is at the next level uh, that you will be quarterbacking. I know that you're probably going to say, oh, we want to win a CIF championship, you know, want to play my best games, but is there anything in terms of just personal goals that you have set for yourself this year? Win every game? I don't really have any personal goals. Just I'm all about winning, and I want it to go as far as we can. I've spent a lot of time working, working hard, and it's all for one goal, and that's just to win. Fair enough. Hey, where can everybody uh, find you on social media so they can follow you all season long? Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are both Marshall Ike. It's my name. Uh, you going to be wearing number seven again this season? Yep. Any story behind why number seven? I don't really know why I picked it. Um, my birthday, I guess. My favorite number. Worn it for everything. Oh, hey, that seems number. Like, hey, that seems like a pretty accurate story for me. Uh, so, folks... Go ahead, follow him on Twitter and Instagram so you know what he's up to this season and beyond. His name is Marshall Eicher. He's the head man behind the LaCosta Canyon offense. Football opens up in just a our training camp is here. The season opens up in just a couple weeks. LCC gets it started against Cathedral Catholic. Marshall, thank you very much for joining us. Best of luck this season to you and the. We'll hit you with a SCO Mavs on the way out. I am Christian Pedersen. The show is SD Prep Insider. Sports fans, we will talk to you guys soon.